Welcome back, guys. It's time for some horror shit. Let's go. Welcome to the Caught Red Podcast. As always, we are your host. I'm Megan Light. And I'm Jesse Light. And we're just two dog lovers that talk about true crime, horror, and then obviously our doggos and occasionally our cats. But mostly our doggos. Mostly our doggos. <laughs> so today is going to be monster movies, which is the final category of our bracket that we've been slowly building. Creature features. Creatures. So monster movie or known as a creature feature, is a film that focuses on the characters learning how to survive attacks by one or more monsters. Some creatures or monsters are man-made due to, like, a failed experiment. Some are the result of, like, radiation. Some lay dormant until disturbed. Some are from outer space. The list goes on and on. Got classics like Godzilla or Frankenstein's monster. And what's nice about creature features, in my opinion, is that they're not limited to the horror category because there's also comedy, fantasy, science fiction. Animation. Animation. Oh, I didn't put that on here. Mm. <laughs> it could come up later. I don't right. know. Right. But I have, it's in my head. But at the same time, it does, like, it kind of sucks because, like, my list is out of control. There's so many there, out there. It's just like the paranormal and the supernatural one. Like we, our list was just like, it was ridiculous. It's absolute chaos. And like some of mine aren't even horror movies probably. I mean, I guess they could be considered right. them. Some of mine are that way too. But it's like they've got monsters, they've got creatures, so I'm doing it. I don't care what y'all think. That's right. <laughs> it's our damn list. But I feel like I was going to have to like mention all of my honorable mentions. Oh, yeah. Because... It was really hard to condense it down to just like yeah. four. People are going to be like, how are you going to leave this off? But I mean, right. I just, I have there's to. so many. There's so many. According to movieweb.com, monsters can be creatures, aliens, werewolves, beasts of folklore. Zombies was also on that list. But since we had that as its own category, I just I left it out. But anybody that can be touched by something, that's considered it being a monster. So a spirit. A ghost isn't considered a monster. Right. There are five things that make a monster movie great. First is an impeccable creature design, like how they look. Do they give chills to the viewers based off their appearance? Next is good sound design, because movies rely on ambient sounds in the background, especially when there's no dialogue going on. It helps build up that intensity, adds shock value. Creatures that are given a strange and unnatural sound are always better, too, in my opinion. Then we've got cinematography, the foundation of the film. It catches it all, the atmosphere, the tone, the pace. The choices that the cinematographer can make will impact the film, like the scare factors. The set and the lighting can make a world of difference in a monster movie. Fourth on the list is thematic impact, which is like sounds, visualizations that make the monster, but... But why? Why is the monster the way it is? Does it represent something like an underlying issue? Are the creators trying to make a statement? And lastly, are the human characters and do they complement the monsters? Like in most monster movies, the humans exist to be monster food. Like that's if that's the goal of the for the scare for us, then awesome. But then there's movies like Alien, for example, where Ripley and her instincts might outwit the alien, but you know, the aliens are even more intelligent than her. Yeah. Yeah. And I think the improvement of like animatronics and CGI have definitely contributed to the scare factors. Cause you know, back in the day when 
that did Godzilla or King Kong. You know, that was scary for them, right? But like if we watch it, we're like They're so bad now. It's so dumb. <laughs> but I'm not trying to hate on it. I'm just saying nowadays it's kind of crazy what movie creators can do and what they can think of. If you listen to our episode on Tuesday, Jesse mentions that I went to Eureka Springs for a bachelorette party. And I was thinking about this last night because I got a bug bite while I was up there. And I was like, watch me turn into some kind of monster. Like it just like takes over my body and I like become deformed or something. I thought you were just going to become Spider Woman. Well, I'm glad it wasn't a spider bite, though. Oh, true. I could have just had like a nub. They could have just taken my arm. That's okay. Or had like a strong hand or you something. Can learn to be a lefty like me. No. Right all day. But the bug bite, it's obviously, it's pretty pretty much healed by now. Like I'm not swollen or, or red, but I did go to urgent care because I was worried for a minute. You and everybody else in town on Sunday. God, Lord bless. It was so busy. We watched a movie last night, by the way. It, we have Shudder, obviously, because we're that committed to the horror lifestyle. I liked it. Jesse thought it was dumb. It's called Z, like just the letter Z. And it's this little kid who has this imaginary friend that isn't actually that imaginary. It's like a real, like, creature, spirit, monster thing. But it actually stems back from when the mom was her son's age. I think it should have ended oh, when yeah. she went, went right back to the the mom's house and you just see the red eyes. It should have just ended right there. But then they kind of like continue it on until the issue is resolved. I was going to say, if it ended 30 minutes earlier, I would have liked it. I would have liked it a little more, but I gave it like a three out of 10. <laughs> yeah. he was, and, and he was like, that's dumb. Yeah. It started out good, but then I just kind of got sick of it. I was ready for it to be over. Well, I'm sorry. Close your eyes. <laughs> I bet it did. Yeah. Well, what else we got planned for him? We, we got, got, I think we got, would you rather questions. Yes. Then we, we got Kevin Bacon for Jesse to do yes. the six degrees. And then we've also got our listeners favorite, which is guess that movie. Yes. And we've gotten a lot of people saying they like that one. They play along with us while they're driving. So just, just pay attention to the road police <laughs> yeah. while we're playing Crush. this game. Just, not my yeah. fault. We're I, not liable. <laughs> <laughs> I also bought us off Amazon, this like horror trivia card pack so we might bust out some of those we'll see how that goes i'm down we, we tried a few out and yeah it wasn't too difficult well, well i gave see. you that one that was super easy it was like it described predator and then uh it was they're here you would have got that one, oh. but i don't know poltergeist very well well you've seen it one time yeah and then the maniac one that just gives us a reason to watch a new a movie, movie yes so. that one looked really good I but looked it up Let's start out with some Would You Rather. Bring it. Would you rather? Would you rather? So this game is Jesse. just how it sounds. You got two different scenarios and you got to decide which one. You can't choose death. Even though some you of the ones to. some of the ones we've been doing, you have to choose between which way you die. But I don't. I think these ones these were a little more low key that these, you sent me. Yeah, these are fun. A few of them are kind of Halloween themey. Okay. But yeah, the first one is: Would you rather get kidnapped by a psychopath or get abducted by aliens? This isn't really 
<laughs> Halloween theme but whatever. Um, mm. Oh, my gosh. You don't I know? I feel like a psychopath because I, I, I feel like I'd be able to escape that a lot easier than getting off a freaking spaceship. <laughs> I and I don't want anything that, like yeah. shoved up my asshole, getting probed. Uh, yeah. Well, you, you got to think that a psychopath, though, is, is going to kill you or in the very least do some weird shit to you. Right. Yeah. Whereas. Those are, mm, no death, but I would. If you're abducted by aliens, they may just want to run tests on you and then send you back where, where they found you unharmed. That's true. So. I have listened to a few alien abduction stories, and at the most, they just end up like miles away from where they started from. But then they have like repercussions later on in life. Like they, they feel like they see something or hear something or like something doesn't feel right. And it was probably linked back to the alien abduction. Yeah, I, I, I might do that one. I agree with you on the part that you have a better chance escaping a psychopath than you would an alien. If like, I could choose what the aliens do to me. And what and kind of aliens they are. Like unharmed. if it's if it's an ET alien, I'm not really right. scared we're just of that gonna guy. like we're just gonna boop each other's <laughs> like fingers. But if boop. it's if it's an alien from like the movie Alien, yeah, we're, yeah. Oh. we're screwed. Oh, man, I didn't even think about that. But, you know, if you escape aliens, can you tell anyone without them thinking you're loony? No. You know? I've watched that Dark Skies movie, the one with Carrie Russell in it. Yeah. And our our main man, J.K. Simmons. J.K. Yeah. And nobody believed them except for him because he'd experienced it, too. Yeah, it's like Cousin Cousin Eddie on Independence Day. I don't know his real name on the movie. I'm yeah, but I think I could guarantee a spot on Joe Rogan's next episode if I claimed I was abducted Get by aliens. Here. So we'll think, have to start working on that for even. Yeah, I think for that reason alone, I'm I'm gonna go Shut with up. getting abducted. Abducted. I can't say abducted today. Getting abducted by aliens. So you're doing you're doing aliens too. I don't know. Back and forth. I'm back and forth. <laughs> that one's really difficult. That's a good one though. Number two is, would you rather only be able to watch scary movies or only be able to watch comedy movies for the rest of your life? Well, that's an easy one for me. I feared it would be. Scary all day. I'm going comedy all of day. Of course you would. Yeah. For the sake Mr. of my... Mr. Will Ferrell fan <laughs> over here. I can... There's like... It's not that I hate... It's not even Will Ferrell. I like other comedies, too. There's some of the ones that you sit there and watch all the time that, like, I feel, I just feel my intelligence slowly leaving my body. <laughs> but I'd rather watch some dumb idiot get slaughtered. I don't know. So I don't know which one's better. Well, for the sake of my sanity love. and my happiness and overall well-being, I've got to go with comedy. Are I you don't saying be... I'm a horrible person? <laughs> no, I'm just saying... <laughs> If I watched scary movies for the rest of my life, I would be depressed and just... That's why we'll get another dog. And we, it's not a problem. Oh, okay. And then every time I watch a scary movie, I always have to like watch a, a comedy movie a afterwards. A palate cleanser? Yeah, like you would say, a palate cleanser. So, I don't know. I prefer laughing over screaming, too. So. I mean, I like to laugh. <laughs> but You like comedy movies, I though. I do. Yeah. But I would probably still watch scary movies. I could watch Hangover over and over oh, no, and over again. That's a great again. one. Or Wedding Crashers. Or eh, 
Talladega Nights. No. Step Brothers. No. No? They're too dumb? They're, yeah. Dumb and Dumber? <laughs> no. What? I just get to a point after I've seen those a couple of times and I'm like, okay. I just think, how the hell would I be able to sleep at night after watching scary movies? You afraid I'm just going to stand over you <laughs> yes, and hover gonna... and just stare at you while you sleep? Or Ripley is, yeah. Ripley will definitely do that. <laughs> I woke up to her in my face this morning. Well, number three is kind of the trick-or-treat slash Halloween-themed question. Would you rather only eat chocolate or only eat gummy candies for gummy. the rest of your life? <laughs> gummy. I knew it. See, we're opposites on all three of these. Gummy. I'm going can or I'm going chocolate. You love chocolate. You devour a whole brownie from from dad. This is easy. Ice cream and chocolate sauce, gone. Chocolate all day. Can't do it. It's too much. Majority. I know I do love like at Christmas time when mom gets me those little chocolate oranges. Those are delicious. But if you gave me a bag of gummy bears, done. Well, you got Reese's Pieces, M&M's, Snickers. It's I could eat much. those all day. But, I mean, I like gummies, too. Like I know. I buy Twizzlers you those, and... those one bears from the white bag. Yes, gummy bears. Oof. Those are always so fresh, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You get them at, like, TJ Maxx really cheap, too, surprisingly. I could I could live without gummy candies, though. I don't know if I could live without chocolate. Well, I like... To get those uh, sweet tart ropes. I had them in the car this weekend. And when we were like driving around places, like Carly and Betsy, everybody was like, oh my God, what are these? <laughs> She'll leave them in my truck too and all. I'm trying to give you a present. I'll finish them off. Yeah. I don't mind. Because I love you. You can't leave chocolate in there. It'll just be melted. All right. Well, this next segment, I don't know if I'm ready for this. I'm kind of rusty on the six degrees of Kevin Bacon, but it I'm has gonna, been a few weeks. I'm going to give it a try. I think I, I didn't pick anything terribly hard. One is more difficult than the other two, I think. And I can do that one last if you like. Whatever works. Warm you up. Yeah. One and yeah. two. Okay. Yeah. Give me the hard one last. Okay. So your first one is 1408. Okay, so I can either go Samuel L. Jackson uh -huh. or I can go John Cusack. Uh-huh. Oh, man. Well, I thought this was going to be the easier one. Well, Samuel L.'s in everything. Exactly. Yeah, I'll go Samuel L. Jackson was in Django Unchained with Leonardo DiCaprio. Never seen it. No. And Leo, Leo was in, hmm, I'm having a brain fart currently. You can do it. <laughs> I believe in you. Leo's in everything too. I don't know. He's in uh, Catch Me If You Can with Tom Hanks. Yep. And then Tom Hanks was in Apollo 13 with Kevin Bacon. There you go. There. Good job. Yeah. What did you have for that one? Was I didn't it... even write anything out on that oh. one. I wrote it out for the more difficult one to help guide you. If so I you just to. trust me with that? Yes, I knew you could do it. Your next one, The Lost Boys. That's the one, it's got Kiefer Sutherland in it, right? Mm -hmm. I can't remember who else is in that. That's, that's the only one you really need to know off the top of your head. Damn. This is the one I said is a one-stepper. Really? Mm-hmm. That I didn't intentionally mean to be one step. So him and 
Kevin Bacon are in a movie together? They are. It's one that you've used a lot. Oh, okay. It's A Few Good Men, right? It is. I remember. Good yeah. job. All right, he's, right. he's a bad guy in it, isn't he? Or no, he's... no idea. Wait, in Lost Boys or no, A Few Good Men? A Few Good Men. I know he's bad in Lost Boys, right? Yes. Yeah. He's a bad boy. <laughs> All right. Your last one that I thought was the most difficult, It. The old one or new one? The newer one. The one that was on your, your list. Okay. Only because I don't know if you know this kid's name. I don't know any of the kids' names, but I could use Bill Skarsgård somehow. You could. But I, I went the route of one of the kids because I was like, I don't know if he'll remember who that kid is. But if I tell you his name and help you along the way, then you can get it like that. Dang. Well, let's, let me try Bill Skarsgård okay. and then I'll, I want to hear that one. So I honestly don't know many Bill Skarsgård movies, but I'll go with the one we just watched, Barbarian. Yeah. And I'll go, he was in that movie with Justin Long. Mm, Justin Long. And Justin Long was in, I'll say, Dodgeball with, I'm trying to decide which way I'm going with this. <laughs> I'll say, hmm. Hmm. I'll say Justin Long was in Dodgeball with Vince Vaughn. Mm -hmm. Vince Vaughn was in... Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) Vince Vaughn was in Internship with Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell was in Daddy's Home with Mark Wahlberg. And Mark Wahlberg was in Patriots Day with Kevin Good Bacon. Good job! I, I'll get it eventually. It's just going to be a bunch over of there? a little bit. The pressure's <laughs> on. Like, Good job, love. Sorry for all the the quiet. <laughs> the oh, quiet he'll moments. edit that out. Don't worry. Yeah, no, I'll leave it in because y'all are probably playing along, trying to think of it too. I imagine, or you're just like, man, these guys are a bunch of idiots. But so dumb. <gasps> Is that the last one? Yeah. So what is what was yours? Mine was the was Finn Wolfhard, one of the kids in it. Is that the one from Ghostbusters? Ghostbusters with Paul Rudd. Hell yeah. And then from Paul Rudd was Ant Man Avengers down the line. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah, I was cool. gonna give you like little steps if you needed it. Derby, what are you doing? Finn, what's his name? Finn what? Finn Wolfhard. Wolfhard. What a fucking name. You think that's his real name or that's his acting name? I don't know, but it's pretty badass. That is cool. All right. You want to try one of these trivia cards out? Yeah. Are we going to do the other thing still or we just want to like... Yeah, we'll still do that. Let's do these first. Let me get to them. Hold on. Hand me one and then you do one too. That'll work. Got these off Amazon, right? Mm -hmm. There's a bunch of choices but um okay i'm gonna pick that stack there's like over a hundred i think of these there's so many all right i'll ask you first oh i can't even print are you doing both of them or are you just doing one question i don't i'll do i'll do two questions for you okay in what 1989 movie did Fred Gwynn tell his neighbor how he can make his son Gage live again? 
What? Do that one more time? In what 1989 movie did Fred Gwynn tell his neighbor how he can make his son Gage live again? Is that Pet Cemetery? It is. Awesome. Nice. I didn't, the only thing I could think of was like bringing somebody back to life. Uh-huh. I was like, Pet Cemetery. Okay. Um, do you know who hosted the original Twilight Zone TV series? No. I had no idea that. Doesn't the Key and Peele guy host the second version of it or no? That's Unsolved Mysteries on Netflix. Who is it? I don't know. Rod Serling? Never heard of him. Me either. You get all the easy ones. What? (laughs) Whatever. The second one you'll be able to get. All right. Well, what substance is dumped on the main character at the prom in the movie Carrie? Blood. What kind of blood, though? Pig's blood. Nice. It is pig's blood. Is it? Okay, good. Yeah. All right, here's your easy one, love. Robert England portrayed Freddy Krueger in what horror movie franchise? Nightmare on Elm Street. Ding, ding, ding. Sweet. That was easy. Yeah, we got so many of these, so we'll definitely have to, like, pull some aside ahead of time. Get ready. Hell yeah. I like those. Those are fun. Good purchase for myself. Okay, this is... This is for you. Guess that movie. Oh, no. All right, here. Oh, I'm not ready. Yeah, these are a little different. Different? Well, I wouldn't say completely different, but there's a few challenging ones in here for sure. How many you got? I got five. You ready? I guess. Sounds kind of Christmassy. Well, you got A, Six Sense, B, The Exorcist, or C, Psycho. Oh my God, I don't know. One more time. I do like that. Is it The Exorcist? It is. Yes. <laughs> one for one. Okay, good. I was. You're good at these. Well, I was trying to think about how music sounded during those different time periods. And I was like, I feel like that was more modern sounding for the psycho. And I think that's more of a wait, wait okay. kind of sounding in my head. You know, on some of these other ones, I actually tried to get movies from these for these multiple choice movies that are from the same like decade so that's gonna oh, screw boy. you over here in a sec damn it <laughs> stop hating on my strategy <laughs> all okay. right here's number two choices you got a dawn of the dead b dracula or c frankenstein i told you all around this really old ones okay i'm play it again please
he said Frankenstein, Dracula, and what else? Dawn of the Dead. I don't know. I'm just going to say Dracula. No, I knew I'd stump you on that. What is it? It's Frankenstein. That was my other choice. Yeah, I had Dawn of the Dead and Frankenstein written in there. I was like, I think Dracula will stump her here. If I well, honestly, when it first started, my mind went to Star Wars because it, it was it reminded me of Star Wars too. <laughs> <laughs> all right, number three. Oh, uh, okay. It's all right. You're one for two. That's not bad. Fifty percent. Yeah. You got Hellraiser, Constantine, and The Fog. Oh, what are you fucking doing over here? I'm sorry. You got a 33% chance here. Okay. Oh, thank God for that. Okay, so you said The Fog, Constantine, and what else? Hellraiser. Okay, one more time, please. It is. Oh, thank God. What's that sign language you were I was trying, trying to say, I was trying to like put an H up because I was trying oh. to cheat to see if I was right before I guessed it out loud. I ain't telling you, but yeah, you're right. Hellraiser? Yeah. Okay. You just guessed? Yeah. Well, it didn't sound foggy to me. And honestly, this is, I'm really ashamed to say I've never seen Constantine because it's got our boy in it. Keanu? Mm-hmm. But I was like. That's a shame. Hellraiser. Okay. Okay. Ooh, sweating. This fourth one, I'm like, is this really like their theme music or is this just like a song from the movie? I don't know, but we're going to play it anyways. <laughs> so. Okay. But I'd listen to it's it. It's really catchy. Isn't I it? like it. What are what are my choices on you that? You got Evil Dead. You got House of a Thousand Corpses, and you got Cabin in the Woods. House of a Thousand Corpses. Nope. No. No. It's Cabin in the Woods. Yeah, but we're I, both head bobbing to that. <laughs> I like that. Megan's can... over here with Shazam, probably trying to find what it is. Oh, I'm googling it. We'll have to look that up. I like that. But that's definitely not a theme song. That was yeah, probably just played in the movie right. or in the credits or something. But I don't know what the theme song for Cabin in the Woods would be. But I like that, though. All right. Number five. This is the last one. You got A, Little Shop of Horrors, you got B, The Blob, and you got C, Christine. Christine? 
Nope. It's the blob. Damn it. I knew it wasn't Little, Sh Little Shop of Horrors. But I don't know the last time I've ever watched The Blob. I've never seen all three of those. So Really? I think you have, right? I've Well, one, one of them is on my list. Ah. That's how I knew it wasn't that one. I figured it would be, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Man, I sucked balls today. Man. I thought those were tougher than that last time. That was very though. hard. I'm trying to see. I think I, I used up find. all the easy ones in the previous There's episodes. There's so many out there. Hey, will you play that Cabin in the Woods one one more time? Sure. That is Last by Nine Inch Nails. I looked it up. Do you know who Nine Inch Nails are? Yeah. Okay. The Hand That Feeds. Have you ever heard that song? Sure. <laughs> I'll, no. I'll play it for him later, you guys. And the only reason I really went with uh, The House of a Thousand Corpses is because it kind of sounded like it was like a little bit darker of That's a song. That's why I put that in the list. Mm -hmm. Have you ever seen House of a Thousand Corpses? No, that's Shit. that's Rob Zombie, right? It is. I remember the first time I ever watched that. I was young. Is that a zombie movie or is that? It is else? fucked up. <laughs> it is very fucked up. But I was really, I was a lot younger. I don't remember if I was high school, younger, whatever, whenever it came out. But I do remember. I think we were on a family trip out in Vegas, and everybody else went to go do something, and I stayed up in the room, and I put that on. And it started, and it wasn't, like, the first big thing that happens in the movie. And I was like, I can't watch this. And I turned it off. Oh, scarred. But, yeah, Nine Inch Nails. The song is called Last. Cool. All right, we got our Mount Rushmore of monster movies up next. It's the Top Red Podcast Draft. Okay. So, yeah, we take turns picking our top four monster movies. We can't pick the same one. Megan gets to go first this time, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, I went first last time. Well. I won the rock, paper, scissors anyways. So, it's not number one. On my list, but I'm using Jesse's strategy he suggested last night, so he won't take it from me later. You're welcome. <laughs> it's The Descent. Oh. I told you. No. Uh, I you... should have never said anything. That's right, because it was it's third on my list, so you could have had it. I hate you. You're welcome. It's actually third on my list, so no. Is it? I wouldn't have got it. Hell yeah. For those who don't know... The Descent came out in 2005. It is about this group of women who go on a caving expedition uh, out in North Carolina. It takes a place a year after this traumatic car wreck of one of the women. She uh, loses her husband and her daughter during this, this incident. And so this friend group is like, hey, let's, let's get away. Take your mind off it. So they go to explore some caves and... There are these underground predators that have adapted to the darkness 
and they no longer use eyesight. They just uh, use sound like sonar. And it's just the women being taken out pretty much one at a time by these creatures and they trying got, to what, survive. Headlights on their helmets for some time, and then they've got the camera light, and that's yeah, it, right? Yeah, they have right? a camcorder, and they use, like, the night vision on it to kind of see. But, Oof. yeah, it is it is awesome. It really is. And then you got, like, some of them are really experienced climbers, and then some just are just along you know? for the but ride, they're good. Yes. Just not good enough. Correct. Yeah, that's a it's a good one. Movie. It's a good. I'm sorry, I stole it from uh, you, but yeah, you gave me. I know. So the strategy I gave her was, if she's got a movie she knows I'm not going to pick, just save it for later. It doesn't have to be your number one overall. You know, if you know it's not, if I'm not going to pick it, right. you know, save it for later. So. So mm. thanks, love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you had said it last night. You said something about the descent, and I was like, damn it. Just trying to help you out because I love you, but. <laughs> That's lie. the last time. Lie. All right. What's what's your numero uma? <laughs> I've got Jurassic Park. I knew it. Of course. of course you do. Of course. 90s movie. I mean. Can't go wrong. Can't go wrong with 90s movies. And you wouldn't really classify this as a horror movie unless. Dinosaurs are scary. They yeah. That's what I was going to say. I mean, they're definitely monsters or creatures. I mean, so many good quotes in this movie. Life of Finds a Way. Hold on to your butts. Uh-huh. Dinosaur eats man, woman inherits the earth, all that good stuff. Great acting from really everybody in this movie. Yes, I mean, even I the small agree. roles like Well, the kids did a great job too. Yeah, they really did. So good and the sequels are all really good too in my opinion. I mean I mean, I'll watch all of them right now. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I mean, we always end up doing a marathon when we start the first one, you know. We have to. It's number 2 on our rewatchables list. Yeah, number 2. What was number one then? I, I Die thought... Hard, right? Oh, well, yeah. fuck yeah. <laughs> as far as monsters go, dinosaurs, you know, some of the scariest monsters. They're unstoppable. They're always evolving. I mean, that's humans' fault for that because they keep trying to create the scariest, New ones, newest yeah. ones. And only really Mother Nature and, and themselves can defeat them. So, Very true. Yeah, that's my number one. I like it. I knew you'd go that route. Well, it's technically number one on my list, but it's number two now. Gremlins. Of course. Can't go wrong with Gremlins. It's the second best Christmas movie behind Die Hard. Came out in 1984. It's about this young man, Billy Peltzer. He gets a mogwai as a Christmas present from his dad. This old China man refused to actually sell the mogwai, but his grandson's like, hey, we need the money. He tells him three very important rules. No water, no food after midnight, and no bright lights. But of course, all are violated or else this movie wouldn't be. Gizmo is the mogwai. He accidentally has water spilt on him by Corey Feldman's character, the kid who plays Mouth from the Goonies. He's in it. And when the water gets on him, you see these little furry balls pop off his back, and those are the new mogwais. It's kind of like a reproduction process. The new Mogwai is not Gizmo because he's a good boy. They trick Billy by tearing the wires on his clock. And he looks at it because they're like making noise. He's like, oh, I guess y'all are are, uh, hungry. Make sure none of the doggos perked up on that one. And he goes and he looks at the clock and he's like, oh, it's not midnight yet. And so he feeds him. Of course, it was after midnight. And the next day they're in these gnarly looking cocoons. And that's them transforming into 
the gremlins. So after that happens, of course, they wreak havoc on the town. And the third rule, that they're sensitive to bright lights, the sunlight can kill them. There's a point in the movie when the dad is, like, taking a picture of Billy and Gizmo. And he's like, smile. And the camera flashes. And it's so bright. And Gizmo's like, bright light, bright light. And he runs away. (laughs) Oh, yes. I love that movie. Hands down. Number one. But number two now on the list. Because I had to steal The Descent. Of course. And Ripley looks kind of like a gremlin, too. She does. Yeah. All right. What's your what's your next one? Well, my number two is another one that might not be a horror movie, but is it? It's a monster movie. Is it Predator? No. Oh, okay. Dang it. Maybe it should be. If it's you're not. That's steal not it. on my list. I will go ahead and <laughs> tell you now. It's an honorable no. mention for me. Okay. Tremors. Tremor. Oh. Did I steal one? No, it's fine. I stole one. No, it's it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Someone's sleeping on the couch tonight. It's it's so yeah. It's not me. Another nineties movie. You see where I'm going with this. Dude, I'm telling you. Two words. Kevin Bacon. All day. Another one of our rewatchables. I mean mm-hmm. this movie, so it's about two handymen. I'll give you the bad plot summary of this. Oh yes, please. <laughs> two handymen in a secluded town with pretty much one way in one way out right it's literally like four buildings yeah is perfection nevada yeah and there's this giant underground worm well multiple worms eating the resident residents and you got kevin bacon and fred ward and they play the handyman r.i.p yes and they make this movie so good i mean their comedy is just it's awesome. the best relationship it really is and there's there's quite a few sequels and some some are pretty entertaining and some are just out of control. Like, what were they thinking? But I still watched all of them. Fred Ward is in a couple, but unfortunately, Kevin Bacon is only in the, the OG film. So Yeah, they talked about bringing it back as a TV series and him being in it, but I don't think that ever happened or yeah, I got, think that canceled. got canceled. But then you got Bert, who was the prepper guy. He stars in a lot of the sequels, and I, I love him. He's probably my favorite, honestly. He's so over the top. He is. But as far as the monster goes, so the giant underground worm, it it hunts by what noise and vibrations kind of. Mm-hmm. So everybody's got to be super still when they know it's like right around them and like it'll it'll wait out forever. So they'll be on like these rocks. They'll like throw a rock down on sit on the ground and see if it's still there and mm-hmm. it'll still be there. It's got nothing else to do. Yeah. And it's got snake-like tongues that grab a hold of you and bring you in to its mouth. Then in the second movie, it kind of has babies or at least something's hatching out of it. Yeah, it it like metamorphosizes. Yeah, smaller land creatures that hunt by heat, kind of like the predator. Yes. And then I think it's the third, it could be the fourth movie that they have the ass blaster that's that's introduced. Yeah. The third one's ass blasters. And they can fly and shoot fire out their ass, hence ass blaster. So So ridiculous. I love it. Uh, It's so great. So yeah, that's my number two. Very good. Thank you. I knew it was on there. I just didn't know where it was. My next one, so my third one, is one that you need to watch. We talked about the other night. Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Yeah, I need to watch that, I guess. Yes, it is from 1988. It is a great B movie. And it is just about this race of aliens that look like clowns that come down to Earth and terrorize this town. Their spaceship looks like a circus tent. 
and no one takes it seriously. Like there's a couple that stumbles upon the ship and they see everything going on. They go to the authorities and they're like, clowns, what are you talking about? But it's horrible. Like the clowns use cotton candy to make these cocoon for, oh for humans and they harvest and drink the blood. So, this so they've is got like giant crazy straws. They stick into the cocoons and they drink the human's Whoa. blood that's in there. Whoa. They've got these funny looking ray gun looking guns and they shoot out popcorn, but the popcorn is actually like baby clowns. So like this, uh, one of the, the couple, the girl, she gets back to the house after they've been running away from them and she throws her clothes off in the hamper and she's got popcorn on it. And at, by the time she's like out of the shower, getting up and going, they've like grown and she's like running away from like, like a, like a larva, like a clown larva. It's, it is so much fun. They have a blow up, like a balloon animal dog and they use it like a real dog and it's like sniffing out people. <laughs> it's so dumb. It really is. But I love it. If you haven't noticed, we do like dumb movies that are, they're so bad that they're really good, you know? Yes. That, this is definitely one of those. So we have this movie. We can watch this. I think, I think so. Yeah. Okay. If not, we can. Yeah. Cause it's I want to watch it. Very. Oh, it's so fun. It's one of my earlier dvds that dad gave me what's next on your list i've got well i had descent but i can't pick <laughs> that Bitch. now so we'll go with predator okay i knew it was, i knew that was on there i kind of feel like i know my might know your other one too maybe we'll see you might trick me anyways predator this is this is one that if it is ever on TV, you know I'm going to watch it. No matter what part of the movie Hands down. it's on, you're going to watch it. And you can either root for Team Arnold or you can root for the Predator. I don't know what you root for. I'm kind of on the Team Arnold side, but... I Get mean. to the chop. <laughs> <laughs> and this movie didn't really have any like jump scares, but... I mean, he's a monster, though. He's a creature. Yeah, he's it relied entirely on like suspense, though, and... It has all the character conflicts. You got man versus self, man versus society, man versus man, man versus nature, and then man versus this invisible alien badass. Mm -hmm. You got a bunch of jacked up soldiers getting... Yeah, they really they are. are. They're so huge. They're like wrestlers in real life or something, aren't they? I think a few of them are, but they all get picked off by this badass creature that no one can see. And this is like peak Arnold, too, if you ask me. I mean, oh, yeah. Dude is his jacked. His biceps are massive. And you have this movie to thank for Die Hard, you know? Really? Yeah. John McTiernan was the director, and it was just a year before Very Die cool. Hard. I didn't so know that. He brought all the explosives and all that stuff over to Die Hard. So I had no idea. Yeah. Pretty cool. I love that. Yeah, I don't know if it would be that great of a movie if it wasn't for him. Oh, shush. <laughs> I mean, you've seen a lot of pretty good Bruce Willis movies, but I've also seen a lot of really bad Bruce Willis hey, movies. Hey, he sounds like the type that like, they're like, hey, I've got this movie project you want to do. And he's like, sure, why not? Bruce? Yeah. Oh, yeah, especially like in the last 10 years Those, or like, so. Those like ones we'll say like on prom. Yes. Yeah. like. 2.5 out of 10, but we're going to watch them anyways. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well, The Predator, one of the best monsters out there. It continues to evolve and become stronger with every movie that they do. I mean, new they technology, learn. new weapons. They learn from humans. 
and it goes toe-to-toe with Aliens a few times. Mm-hmm. So those are always fun movies, too. So, yeah, that's my number three. I like it. So, so far, we've got Jurassic Park, Tremors, and Predators mm-hmm. from me. Then you got The Descent, Gremlins, and Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Is that how you say that one? Uh-huh. Yeah. All right. All we right. both got one more left. Well, this one, like, I knew my one and two. I figured my three. Spot number four has been very difficult. Because there's so many to choose from. so many. And I'm going to go with what I have written here, even though my number five, in case you took one of mine, is in there. Just go with your gut. Okay. The Mummy. Okay. Hell yeah. Brendan Fraser. I forgot to even put that on my list. Now I feel stupid. It's on our our rewatchables. I know. I don't know. I just didn't think of it. 1999. Yes. And how could this not be on your list? It's amazing. Thinking back now, yeah, it it would have been number five, probably. On yours? Yeah. After your fourth one? Well, it would be on my Mount Rushmore now because you took the descent. So. So uh, if you haven't seen it, I don't know what's wrong with you because I can pretty much quote this damn movie, just like Die Hard. Wrong side of the river. River. (laughs) So there is this archaeological dig in the ancient Simony Hamanoptera. This American librarian, Rachel Weiss, wakes up Hemotet, and he just, he takes out everybody that was around when he was awoken because he harvests his organs. He's rebuilding his own body because right now he's literally a mummy. And his whole goal is to reincarnate his long lost love, um, Anaxana Moon. It is so good. So many one-liners. Ugh, I can't preach enough about it. But I'm pretty sure, I mean, I'm pretty sure everybody's seen it. Surely. I would hope. Don't get confused with the one that Tom Cruise did. I didn't even last like 10 I, minutes in that one. I didn't even watch that because it was Tom Cruise. So, <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, that's my number four is The Mummy. All right. You got a solid list. Why, thank you. What is your last one? I had to think for a minute for this one because there was a few. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, I'm going to go with one that I really like. It's called The Mist. Oh, yes. Yes. Is that one, one um, the guy that, excuse you, Mowgli, um, the Punisher, is that the one yes. with the Punisher in it? Yeah. Yes. Thomas Jane? I, I think that that's his, his name. Is that his name? I'm not 100% sure. You can fact check us on that. I don't know. But yeah, I know, like I know his face. I just don't know his name. But this is a great monster film because of the mysterious and looming threat of all the creatures outside in the mist that you can't see. Yeah, I like that in movies when you're like, what the hell is it? Yeah, because you see some that are like these flying insects that have just ballooned up. They're huge, and you're like, nope. (laughs) Nope. And then you got the characters fighting for their morality, you know, the... They're all trapped in this grocery store showing their true colors. The crazy the uh, religious all... yes, woman. Yes, that you're, bitch. I would say you, every time you see her, it doesn't matter what role it is, you're like, oh, hey, that's that bitch. Yeah, she's this crazy religious lady, and she thinks this is Judgment Day, and she talks a group of the people into believing every word she says. And then you've got 
the other group that are all still thinking rationally, basically. And it's kind of just, you know, nightmare that I have, I've had before of these insects that have just get huge, you know. Megan's mom, I'm sure, she's probably never seen this and probably never will. Why, is there a giant spider involved? There's giant spiders involved. Yeah, she would just burn that movie to the ground. (laughs) They go into this pharmacy and there's spiders everywhere. Big ones, small ones, but there's dead bodies in there and these thousands of little spiders come bursting out of these bodies and then they're shooting these these they're webs that are like acid webs mm-hmm. and it's about cutting through everybody's skin and they're trying to get the hell out of there. Oof. You have an admirer. Oh, Hey Mowgli. So yeah. And this movie also has one of the most fucked up endings I think I've ever seen. And I mean, it's in 2007. Can I spoil it or is it? Go ahead. Okay. That's so fine. if you, you don't got, want to hear what the ending is, just yeah. fast forward like, what, 15 seconds? Yeah, you've got the, the main character and his son and then this other lady and these two older mm-hmm. people riding in his awesome Bronco out of town. He's got four bullets in his gun. Okay, so they ride out of town until he runs out of gas. And then he's like, well, instead of them getting killed by these monsters, he'll just... Shoot all them in the head, right? So he kills all them, and he's left there to deal with what's left. And right after he does that, you see the military driving in to rescue them, basically. So if he would have waited five more minutes, they all would have been living still, and it would have been okay. But Maybe. Maybe, but yeah. I'm sure those creatures will move along to somewhere else, and it may never end. Maybe, yeah. So, yeah, your imagination will run wild thinking about what else might be out there that you haven't seen. But, yeah, some crazy giant bugs and creatures. No thank you. No thank you. We've got some weird things out here in the briar. Like that cicada killer that you thought I was, like, making up and then you saw it. And I was like, I'm telling you, it is terrifying. I could never kill it either. No. It's too fast. Too smart. Zoomed around. And then we got giant mosquitoes out here, too. Ugh. Not a fan of. That's the oh. only reason I look forward to the winter. Bugs. Is so they'll go away. Please. What are some honorable mentions that you got? Well, the other one besides the mummy that it's on my number five spot I was going to use in case you took something of mine, which obviously I took something of yours is Little Shop of Horrors, because remember I mentioned that a second ago. It's 1986. It's got the main man, Rick Moranis, from Honey, Shrek the Kids, yes. Ghostbusters. He works in a flower shop, and during the this eclipse, he sees this really strange-looking plant. Well, he names it Audrey, too, because it's named after his co-worker, Audrey, that he's, like, in love with. But the problem with Audrey, too, is that it is a giant, well, it becomes a giant Venus flytrap, but it only eats human flesh and blood. Hell yeah. I gotta watch this. Yeah. And uh, (laughs) it's like a downward spiral because he's got to keep coming up with bodies to feed it. And uh, it's actually like a musical. So it's a little different than most horror movies. Because anytime I think of the title, like if I say Little Shop of Horrors in my head, I always go, Little Shop. Little Shop of Horrors, Little okay. Shop. It's, it's so catchy. It's super cute. But yeah, that was between that one and The Mummy. 
But I had to go mummy because that's like OG. And then I also have the ritual from Netflix we watched a couple oh, years yeah. ago when they're out like camping. Mm-hmm. Uh, the thing. I've got the thing. That's Kurt Russell, Dad's okay. hero. Uh, Pitch Black with Vin Diesel. I made you watch that oh, not yeah. long ago. That's another movie with creatures that can't really see around them. Um, Alien, obviously. I had, I had Alien. Monster Squad is something Dad keeps talking about that I need to rewatch. Uh, Monsters Inc. There's uh, that animation one. Yeah, I had that in my top four at first, but I took it out. I also have The Quiet Place, Young Frankenstein from an older movie with Gene Wilder in it. It's really good. Uh, Mimic, that one we watched not too long ago with the giant like cockroaches. Hell yeah, I like that one. The Faculty. I was really torn on The Faculty. I almost put that up there, but... I'm telling you, there's so many good ones. There's so many. Uh, Jaws. Jeepers Creepers, but of course we had that in another... How about uh, this one I thought a lot about, too, Cloverfield, Mm -hmm. because I love the way it's shot, like the camcorder, because like that's another one of those that like, you know, it's obviously something like crazy big and terrifying, but you don't really ever see it completely until like once or twice in the movie. And you're like, oh, fuck. And then I had uh, Critters, which is another 80s horror movie, these little round balls that have like sharp teeth. I've never seen that one. It's been a very long time. You got the Pan's Labyrinth. Is that how you pronounce that? Labyrinth, yeah. Yeah, that we watched that the other day. Well, I kind of paid, paid attention. It was in Spanish, so I had to put my phone down. Yeah, actually pay attention to <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah, then there's a lot. What What else you got? Attack the Block. That was I never an saw English that one. movie. It was good. Was that Aliens? Yes. Okay. They look like alien, like werewolfy type creatures, Ugh. I guess you could say. What else you got? Any other ones? Hellboy. Hellboy, that was a good mm-hmm. one. The Blob. The Blob. I've never seen that one either, though, but Mm-mm. it's on the list. There's so many on the list now. Creature from the Black Lagoon. OG. Then you got, like, what was the what was the gator movie? Lake Placid? Yeah, I guess that could count, I almost right? put that on my list, too. My, on, my honor and... Anaconda. Mentions. Yeah. It, it Follows. Never finished that one. So, yeah, there's a bunch of old, old ones, you know, yeah. classics, right, that you mentioned. I haven't seen really but any of those, but... Yeah, seems like we many. always leave those out. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, old-timers. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, when you think about it, all of ours were 80s... Yeah. 90s. I had the, I mean, the descents from 2005, which is still like, what, 20 years ago almost? Yeah, just Give about. Give or take. So, so they're getting old, you know. They just, you know, they don't make horror movies like they used to. They don't make movies in general like True. they used to. Well, that wraps up this bonus episode. Good. Huh? Yeah. Thank you all for listening for another one of our episodes. Uh, these are so much fun. This is the episode version of a palate cleanser. It is. It is. Because we get to like, get to laugh and let loose and true crime cases get really intense but you can find us on all platforms i'm pretty sure we're podcasts all available you search for red caught i'm sorry god i can't even say our own name caught red podcast spelled p-a-w-d give us a review so other crime enthusiasts and dog lovers can find us next week is going to be jesse's turn i don't know if you've looked anything 
I'm gonna have to start looking tonight. Yeah, yeah. yeah if y'all, if y'all think it. of anything that y'all want me to cover, just shoot us a DM or something. Yeah, I mean, I'll find something, but if y'all give me something good, I'll, I'll cover it. Yeah, um, we were talking about dad because we've had people being like, your dad should come on, and I've told him that he's been requested. So I think we need to set up like some sort of questionnaire box or something. So if someone has a a specific question for him to answer or a subject to go over. He likes it to be the weirder, the better, in his opinion. Conspiracy theories. Cons- yes. Um, I was thinking in the shower earlier, we got to do him or have him tell like the, the ghost stories of Spooky from the restaurant because he's got so many of those and he's such a great storyteller. And then uh, we could get him on subjects like Black Eyed Children or the Missing 411 and things like that. Did you ever look up what black-eyed children were? I have not. Ugh. I know the f- missing 411 stuff, though. That's, That's wild. very good. Interesting. So a little, little bit about the black-eyed children, literally what they sound like. They're, like, no older than, like, preteens. I think the oldest I've seen in stories told are, like, 13 or 14. You show me the pictures. Yeah. Oof. They were, like, hooded outfits so it's very dark around them and then their eyes are literally just black holes pure darkness and they like somehow can manipulate you their whole goal is to let them in they want you to let them in once they come in you're done for so never let them in if you come across a black eye child don't do it i I listened to this one story this guy was telling a couple weeks ago and he had said that he was in his car uh, this is older times, uh, like n- early 90s, late 80s. Everybody had a crank window for a car. And he said that he was sitting there and these two kids come up to his window and they're like, hey, can you give us a ride home? And of course, he's not really paying too much attention. And he's like, well, where are your parents? He's like, well, that's where we need to go home. We got to get to our parents. And he turns and he looks and he sees them. He's like, whoa. But what he doesn't realize is his hand is already on the door handle unknowingly they had just manipulated him and he went to go grab it and then he realized what whoa i'm picking these kids up and i'm punting them 100 yards out don't touch him i don't know if i'd touch him but yeah they're real creepy stuff like that we can talk about with him but other than that until next time stay local shop local murder local